What is going on, people? Scuba Steve here, bringing you episode eight of the one and only Supernatural podcast on the Project Louder Network, Somewhat Supernatural. I'm not going to say it's fully supernatural. It's just somewhat supernatural, as TJ likes to remind me. It's not a full paranormal podcast, although we really don't do a lot of debunking on here. So, you know, we're going to lean towards more the supernatural part of it. Uh, as always, I want to introduce the man... My beautiful friend from Dark Side Paranormal, my brother from another mother, the one, the only, and Joe. How's it going, Joe? What's up, man? It's going great. Little cold outside today, but man. I know, but good. we can't we can't complain about the cold, you know, because yeah, true, we're true. we are we're in South Texas, you know, so it rarely gets cold here. You know, cold to us is like the 50s, and we're like, holy shit, we have mm-hmm. to bust out our parkas. But now our guest. Our guest knows a little bit something about cold because I'm sure it's cold on his part of the world right now. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest host, the beautiful, the beautiful Officer Bobby Amon. Hello, everybody. What's going on? And by the way, fucking cold here. It's so cold. What, what, what temperature is it right now? Well, I mean, it, I mean, not like, I guess it's got to be in the 30s right now. I literally haven't been outside for, I don't know, I had to be about four or five hours. But when I was, it was easily 30 something degrees. And we okay, still so then- have like 15 inches of snow on the ground see we're in the same boat then because we're in the 30s right now also but we don't have any snow you know what i mean we we, we don't have any snow right. going on which we were hopeful for it doesn't snow but i mean it snowed maybe maybe three you sometimes times maybe get like what little glimpses maybe we've i'm, I'm i want to say it snowed maybe twice my entire 38 years on this living mm. in corpus it's it's only snowed like okay. twice and uh so we don't get snow a lot, you know, so when it does snow, we get excited because we're like, holy shit, it's cold. But then it's gone by noon. Like, yeah, this well, is no, it, you know, we get it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it'll be freezing temperatures. And then by noon, it's gone and everything's back to normal. So, oh, from the chat, Brody Kane, how's it going? Our favorite cunt from down under. How's it going, man? The one and only Brody. It's wonderful to see him tonight. And I usually see him on Mondays. Always, always Mondays. So those of you that don't know, which I'm sure everybody knows Bobby, he is one of the hosts of one of my favorite podcasts, Gore and More. I love Gore and More. You guys can catch Gore and More right here on the Project Louder Network. The boys are always doing great things. And sometimes, you know, sometimes they're like, hey, Scoopa, jump on. Like this past Monday when, you know, Bowser was like, hey, Steve jump on and i'm like oh shit okay sure why not while they were in the middle of have steve with us and so it's a pleasure to be with steve well i'm glad you're here bobby i'm glad i got you here because today today we are talking about the jersey devil and when i brought this to the group chat i mean you i wanted to ask you from the get-go but i kind of just snuck it in there you know without saying hey bobby be on my podcast. I kind of <laughs> knew, I kind of knew. So I just kind of weaseled it and, you know, threw hints out there when you were like, I would love to fucking do it. I was like, fuck yeah, that's badass. Well, because- literally all I saw was you say Jersey devil. And I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. I know about this story. And you live in Jersey. So it's even better. You know what I, I mean? So what yeah. better way, what better way to, you know, what better guest? I can't think of anybody else better to have. Other than so, maybe somebody who's lived in the pine barrens. Yeah, Probably. true. Yeah. You probably you know, can't true. get any closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't I don't know anybody that lives in the Pine Barrens, so or that has lived dead. in the Pine Barrens. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you know. And we're gonna get into that too. So um before we jump right into it, 
Have you ever had any any kind of paranormal experience at all, Bobby? Anything paranormal, ghosts, goblins, witches, any experience with the Jersey Devil, anything at all that you would consider paranormal? Never with the Jersey Devil other than the stories. Yeah. But I'm, I've had one paranormal experience that stood out because I was young. I was 10 years old at the time, and I had my bed caddy cornered in my room, so it faced the door. So this is maybe nine o'clock at night. I'll keep it short, but nine o'clock at night. Go as long as you want, man. (laughs) Oh, okay. So nine o'clock at night, I was watching TV and in my doorway, I saw like a little like black. I'm like, okay, what the hell is in the hallway here? And then I turned away. I looked back and you know how you could see like the cutoff at the bottom and you just see like the body come up to the shoulders and then it comes up to a head. Mm-hmm. That was the basic outline I saw, black. Okay. And the facial features weren't scary, but they were diluted. It was a man's face. Okay. And he was looking into the room. I I remember, but it didn't scare me. It made me just kind of like question what was really happening. Yeah. And then he was looking. Five seconds later, I saw him turn and he walked down the hallway. And down the hallway is the bathroom. But in the middle of the hallway, you hear that creak in the floor that, and I look down the hallway, nothing there. Huh. That's, that is probably one of the, the ones that stay, that one stands out the most. Yeah. I don't really remember too many others, but I totally always have believed in the paranormal 100%. Yeah. And you know, and that, that makes a lot of sense. If you ask <laughs> Brody said it was Bill Cosby. Get Brody, all I know is I saw him <laughs> go like this. <laughs> he was like, "Come and get this little pudding, Papa. Are you what?" <laughs> but no. So you know, when when we're kids, that's when we tend to see a lot of paranormal things. You know, things we can't explain. But to us as kids, because our minds are so open and we're not corrupted yet, you know, so our 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 minds and our eyes, we can see so many different things. You know, um, I know I've seen, I mean, shit, people would probably think I'm insane and they probably do think I'm insane with all the stories that I tell on here. But I mean, it's literally legit things that I have seen. You know, I've seen what I, what, you know, ghosts and shadows and and lechuzas and, you know, everything that man, the hat man. I mean, oh man, that is what, I mean, that literally is what drew me to wanting to do a paranormal podcast was my experience with shadow people, because I mean, they're. To me, there's nothing more frightening than waking up, not and being able to move there. and seeing something like, there. Exactly. And feeling that menacing feeling, you know, that just you you can't do anything, that helplessness. You know, all you can do is you lay there, you close your eyes and just hope that whatever is there isn't going to fucking kill you in your sleep, you know? So, well, yeah, it's very believable, very believable with, with stuff. And, and I love that I get you guys on here and you guys are able to give your experiences as well, you know, because like I've said from the very beginning of my show, I believe everybody has had some kind of paranormal experience, whether they know it or not. So you've witnessed something paranormal, you know? And in my house, uh, I'm not the only, my mother who just uh, whispered to me, cause I forgot there was multiple cause she had, I think two experiences and it was with the man who lived here, which was also mine. I think he, he died in this house, uh-huh. but he wasn't um, bad. 
he was the man who lived here before we came in. Yeah, so I know yeah. she had a couple. I had my one. I think just between the two of us. Then again, my brother probably did too. But so it was always the same person. There was yeah. never any like bad juju in the house. Well, if yeah, anything, no. If, if anything, my room keeps that away uh, for horror reasons. <laughs> so, but but between the two of us, we have had those experiences. Yes. Yeah. No. And, and, you know, when, when somebody does, you know, somebody's lived in a, in a place for so long and they, they pass either at that place or somewhere else, but their heart is longing to be in that place. You know, a lot of times their spirits will manifest there and, you know, stay there and, you know, either they, they know they're dead and they're just going to keep doing what they do, or they don't know they're dead and they're just stuck on a loop, you know? So, but it, it seems like it's it's not anything that is out to harm you or anything. You know what I mean? Especially if everybody's had different encounters with him and, and it's not been anything violent. Not not yet in the past 30 years here. So we've been lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and 30 years, you know, if you've been there 30 years and nothing violent's happened yet, then you're doing something right. You I would say I mean? we're okay here. Yeah. So well, that's good. And, and that's it. Nothing else that comes to mind. No... I mean, not from, I mean, UFOs, I, you know, because I mean, all of that is paranormal. Other than kind of, I mean, the only, see, the thing is the paranormal ones, for some reason, that one was very vivid. Yeah. I'm sure there have been more, but I, I couldn't think of them right now. If you asked, I mean, scary experience. Nope. Bobby dropped out. Yeah. he froze. Bobo. All right, Bobby froze. You you froze there, bud. All right. So we're going to jump into the topic right now. Uh, I'll shoot Bobby a message here and see. I just Hold on. Okay. Keep going. Oh, there he is. Yeah. There he is. It happens. If you've ever if you've ever seen the Gore and Moore podcast, you know that this happens. It's cool. It's not a big deal. It happens. That's show business, baby. You just got to keep but the show going. Give me one second. Not a problem. Not right. a problem. Keep going. You're good, brother. You're good. Hey, hey Mike's in the chat. Oh, oh look baby. at that. Oh, look at that man, baby. Mike Salazar. He's probably a little upset because I didn't invite him to the podcast tonight, but I had Bobby on already, so I didn't need a third. Sorry, Mikey. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. So I just want to say oh, what's up. All of you guys, once again, joining in for episode eight of Somewhat Supernatural, where we will be discussing the Jersey Devil with my horror brother from mother, Bobby Amon. Okay. So, Joe, what's been going on, Joe? What, do you, what, what did you have doing this week? This week, it's Valentine's Day this weekend. So, reminder to both of you. Um, I don't have anything, oh, so I'm not worried. <laughs> hey, man. Those days were the those days were the best. Yes, they were. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I no, I, but, uh, I, I don't really do Valentine's Day, man. I mean, it's kind of like a eh. Why? What's what's the point? You yeah. know, it's but, a made up holiday for gifts. It's a yeah. cash cow. That's what it is. That's but what it is. The boys did no. review. The boys did review uh, My Bloody Valentine this past Monday on the Gore and More podcast. So if you get a chance to check it out, go back and check it out. Listen on the uh, you can either listen to it, the audio version on ProjectLouder.net, or you can watch the the video version, the sexy version, as I call it, right on Facebook or YouTube. You get to see all of our lovely faces and all of our crazy 
facial expressions. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then I jump oh, in randomly this too. weekend. Also this weekend, we have our our watch party. We're exchanging oh. all of our evidence. Yes, yes. So the boys and I did a, an investigation at the Yorktown Memorial Hospital that I've been talking about like relentlessly since we did it because a lot of great activity was caught. Um, and we're going to review our evidence tomorrow, which is going to be cool. I mean, it's going to be freezing oh, yeah. balls. You know, it's going to be freezing balls, though. That's my only thing is like, uh, I don't know if I want to be That's out in the weather. You know, just just come here. We'll have a pizza party, review the footage. I, I'm i not too uh, pumped about going to the tunnels, but hey, if we go, we go. Well, I, know I have, have to work. work so. I have to work tomorrow yeah. night. So the plan was, this was the original plan, was we were going to review footage. And then Corpus has an underground tunnel system that has been closed for years. Like it has not been used. I can't tell you. I mean, before I was born was the last time these tunnels were were used. So we have access to these underground tunnels and they are supposedly extremely fucking haunted. Well, I don't get to go because I have to work tomorrow night. So the guys are planning on going and, you know, doing a, a preliminary search of these tunnels to see if they find anything. And I'm going to be really pissed because I can, I've never missed an investigation Never. I have never missed an investigation. And I fucking bet that you guys are going to get all kinds of crazy shit going on. And I'm just going to be at work pissed. Yeah. I say like, that's well, what's we'll going to happen is because you you're not. Because. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I didn't go. And that's why I never miss them. And, you know, anytime they're like, oh, well, this is going well, fuck. Let's go. I'm, I'm fucking down. Like, let's fucking go. So. But also this this week, I got a really cool picture from somebody that was claiming that. They took a selfie of themselves with their daughter. And in the background, I wish I wish I could pull that picture up, but I don't have it. But if in the background, you see what looks to be like a Hispanic girl kind of in the background, just kind of looming over them. But there was nobody else in the house. There was nobody else in the house. It was a blank wall. She states it was a blank wall. There was no picture, no nothing. And uh, she did claim that there was other stuff going on in the house. So I'm excited to speak to the roommate that still lives in the house so that way he can give us permission to do an investigation there as well because there was tons of activity tons of supposed activity going on but this picture is just a little piece of evidence you know at least we have some kind of evidence to go on before we go in there and then i have a police officer buddy of mine looking up to see if anybody's ever died on the property so you know we, we like to get a little thorough with our investigations so but Jumping into the topic of the night, the Jersey Devil. Is the Jersey Devil real? Is it some creature born of Satan? A cursed child, some type of cryptid. The people who believe they've heard his blood-curdling screams in towns near the Pinelands would tell you at least one of those descriptions is true. According to urban legends, the Jersey Devil has roamed the Pinelands for centuries. Some call him the protector of the Pinelands. Many have told stories of encounters with the Jersey Devil on dark nights in the wilderness of the Pines. But is there any truth to these claims or is it some kind of hysteria taking place in the Pine Barrens? So the first thing I want to say is before there were ever any reports of encounters by by you know uh uh people in our history and by our history i mean america's history there were native americans that roamed that area and they were the lenny lenape and there was a creature that 
I, I, I didn't see if it stalked them or if it was just some kind of like creature that lived in the woods called the Hapuse, which translated to Land of the Dragon. So the description that they had was very similar to what people say the Jersey Devil was. So there, there are reports even far back than before the Jersey Devil of a very similar creature. So that leads me to believe that maybe it's some kind of supernatural entity that gained a physical form through being born of mother Leeds, who we will discuss later. What did you find Bobby? Well, I know like just from growing up in Jersey, that was the top story to tell. Literally, if if any legend in Jersey, that is the top one. So I've read stories, more stories of the blood curdling screams than actually more of seeing something. If they saw it, they literally saw the tail end of what you could describe as part of the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Um, I know the early history of the Pinelands was the the soil there is very poor really can't grow anything there so you really had to rely on a lot of things and it's desolate to say it's miles and miles literally of pine trees when you drive through it because there i think yeah there's a highway a main highway that goes through it it's pitch black like you literally look side side all you see are literally the walls of trees and I think you couldn't even go two feet in, even with a flashlight. And it's it's pretty fucking dark, like it's like this. And so it's the perfect spot for this kind of a legend. And the fact that it goes back before what we all know is actually makes it more terrifying because it's like, it might have been here before, so now it took a form later on. Yeah. You know, yeah, because before, you know, any any description that I had of the Jersey Devil, to me, it seemed more like of a cryptid kind of animal, you know. Yeah. And then after reading about the Lenny Lenape and and the Hapuse, it 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 led me to believe that it may have been something that was originally supernatural in what, you know, whether it was a demon or, you know, some kind of spirit of the woods or something. And it ended up taking a physical form because of words that were said on a dark and stormy night. And then, boom, we have the, you know, we have the Jersey Devil. So I'm just going to read a little bit more here because, you know, I I did look it up on Wikipedia and a bunch of other sites. Like I just I went down like the rabbit hole of the Jersey Devil. And it was I mean, I watched documentaries on, on, you know, that anything that I could find, I, I was, you know, cause I really wanted to be very knowledgeable on this, this subject. Um, so in Southern New Jersey and Philadelphia folklore, the Jersey devil also known as the Leeds devil is a legendary creature said to inhabit the pine barrens of South Jersey. The creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, but there are many different variations. And that's, you know, before the show started, that's what I was saying. I saw, that one image of him where he was just like a tiny little like gnome creature with like a devil He looks like face. a circus act. Literally. Yes, like a circus. And to me, that is more frightening. I guess like a humanoid form for me is more frightening than some kind of animal creature. 
you know? I agree because if a human mixed in, it makes it seem so much more haunting because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it hits home because it has some of us. Exactly. You know, like it has that, it has that, like it can think like a human, you know what I mean? E- like or, the thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I, like I said, that, that picture freaked me out a little bit more than any of the other, you know, camel with horns and wings creature that I saw. Um, so the common description is that of a bipedal kangaroo-like or wyvern-like creature with a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, legs with cloven hooves, and a forked tail. It has been reported to move quickly and is often described as emitting a high-pitched blood-curdling scream. And that is how everybody that has had an experience, that's literally all I kept seeing was a high-pitched blood-curdling scream. That is how they Mm -hmm. described it. That's insane. Steven, I'm sending you a quick picture. Okay. Because I I think this is probably the best depiction of the devil himself we are talking about right now. It should be, should be coming to you. That's crazy because right right before this podcast, I was watching a, a paranormal caught on camera. Yeah, and the the description of that screen, there was a guy filming. I, I wish I I I wish I would have paid attention to like where it was. It was in the United States, but he was filming towards the woods. You just hear blood curdling scream, like, and he was he didn't want to go near the woods. He's like, nope. Yeah, but, they, they say yeah, the sounds like they say the scream is like like it's almost like they say when a certain animal has a certain scream, you know. They say mm-hmm. if you were to hear this, you would instantly be like, "That's not an animal that we know." Yeah, like so you would be like, "If you're me, what is it? Let's go see." <laughs> if you're someone else, it's like, "I don't want to know what it is. It's it is that bad." Yeah. See, now this picture that you sent me, it looks, I mean, this is the first time I've seen it look like this, where it has like the longer arms. Cause even this is more humanoid than the actual like old school drawings that I found of him. Like this would be fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like to me, this looks like kind of pumpkin head with horns and wings. It's what he kind of looks like to me in this, in this picture that, that you sent to me, you know, that's, um, the best way I can describe him. I mean, but that would be fucking terrifying to see in the woods. You know, the 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 old the older pictures that I that I saw, and you can you know you can get on Google and just Google Jersey Devil, and you'll see the pictures that I'm talking about. It's the first yeah. ones that pop up, and they're all hand drawn. And you know, if I saw something like that in the woods, I mean, yeah, would I would I be freaked out? Yeah, but I would think it was an animal more than I would think it was something you know that was going to be natural. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or be like the leprechaun took a new form. There you go. There you go. It could be that too. So mother leads. You want to take this one, Bobby? Sure. Hold on. My thing went away here. So while Bobby gets his notes up, mother leads is the most well-known version of this story. Um, And it, I mean, damn, if this is what took place, it's, it's, it's kind of fucked up. Would you like to hear how fucked up? Let's do it. (laughs) So mother leads. 
According to the popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children and after finding that she was pregnant with the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night. Shocker there. <laughs> While her friends gathered around her, Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, it beat everyone with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. And so, the Jersey Devil was born. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself. Some version of the legend also state that there were subsequently an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens. That so, right there is a load of exposition for it. Yeah, you know, and there was also some other things that I found, too. It's the same story, except instead of Leeds, the last name was Shords. Now, yeah, yeah, there was I think the Shords was before the Leeds somehow intertwined i'm trying well, to remember apparently the shorts were the neighbors or something that lived across the land yes. from the leads and so you know the, the stories would get mixed up was it the shorts or was it the leads but it just ended on it ended up taking on that the story you know was the leads um also there was another version of the story where mother leads cursed the child before ever getting pregnant before she ever got pregnant she said you know, it wasn't when she found out she was pregnant. It was before she ever got pregnant. She right, said, yeah, if I have a kid, it's going to be the devil. So on the night that the child was born, it mutated and it killed the midwife because the midwife yeah. and mother leads were the only ones in there. It killed her and then took off out the window. So and then it's, in some other ones, it says that it killed everybody. Yeah. And then in some, it says it maybe have only killed a few children with obviously the mother and then also, instead of the father being the devil, that he was a drunk, which yeah. I've read more of that version than a version of him being the devil. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I mean, me it would, would make actually sense. make it more creepy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I also read, too, that the strange thing was she never had any miscarriages for no. having 13 kids. Even nowadays, that is unheard of never having any miscarriages and she had back in those days in the 1700s no miscarriages with and having 13 kids so it I that's mean, crazy like why i mean i know back then there was no condoms or anything like that but man you gotta do something 13 kids hey man I mean, there was no tv was a devil but yeah that's what they always say there was true no TV. true there was no TV. True. There was no internet. You're hanging out in the woods with your wife. I mean, what, uh, you know, go play How outside, kids. How you doing? <laughs> right. I mean, you ain't got much to do, so you might as well do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Joe, you want to take the facts about the Leeds family? I do not have my notes with me, unfortunately. You son of a bitch. You son I know. Of a bitch. It's cool. I I'll know. read it. It's cool. You failed me. That's why you're the rookie. I, I did. I did. I did. It's cool. It's cool. So facts about the Leeds family prior to the early 1900s and before the series of reported sightings of creatures during 1909, the Jersey Devil was referred to as the Leeds Devil or the Devil of Leeds, either in connection with the local Leeds family or the 
eponymous i don't even know what the fuck i wrote there southern new jersey town leads point i was i was at work i mean i wasn't at work on the clock doing this but during my lunch is when i put mm-hmm. this together and i was looking up big words and stuff and it's okay yeah, to was, say a few more don't worry i was you it. know i was like i was like don't fuck it up don't fuck it up you're using big words you want to be professional and i still fucked it up whatever fuck it it's my podcast i do what i want Exactly. So Mother Leeds has been aden- identified by some as Deborah Leeds on the grounds that Deborah Leeds' husband, Jafet Leeds, named 12 children in the will that he wrote during 1736, which is compatible with the legend. Deborah and Jafet Leeds also lived in Leeds Point section of what is now Atlantic County, New Jersey, mm-hmm. which is commonly the location of the Jersey Devil story. So by the late 1700s and early 1800s, the Leeds Devil had become a legendary monster or ghost story in southern in the southern New Jersey area. Into early in the into the early mid 19th century, stories continued to circulate in southern New Jersey of the Leeds Devil, a monster wandering the Pine Barrens. An oral tradition of Leeds Devil monster ghost stories subsequently became established in the Pine Barren area. So. You got to think when something takes off like that, there has to be some kind of fact behind it, you know? Yeah, I mean, there has to be with all with all these eyewitnesses accounts and uh, there's there's got to be some credibility behind it. Well, whether it's what people are describing or something completely different. I mean, there's something out there that people have seen, heard of that they can't explain. So, I mean, there's, there's something. Yeah. Whether it's the people too. I mean, the last name yeah. leads, it makes you want to do that. Uh, the lookup of, was there someone by the name of leads, which I, I think, and obviously there has to be due to, I mean, people have dug deep as you have here, Steve, yep. with this story, the nine times out of 10, the name leads comes up. It's yeah. very rare that it doesn't. So, that's definitely got to be a fact. And the fact of where this could or did take place in the Pine Barrens. There's no other place that looks like that. Yeah. I mean, and I've been to Jersey once, you know, when when I went to the opening of the uh, Blairstown, you know, museum uh, for Friday the 13th. And that's the only time I've ever been on that side of the country. You know what I mean? And even driving to Blairstown, you know, it, it for me, because, you know, I'm in Texas, we don't have trees like that. You know, it, it's not it's it's, a, you know, people who travel know, you know, when you're in a certain area, there's certain structures of, of vegetation and stuff. And, you know, Texas is mostly dirt and, and, you know, brush. You know, we have places that have, you know, oak trees and stuff like that. But driving from, New, you know, for I was in Jersey City to Blairstown, you know, it was like, whoa, like Jersey has a nice combination of, um, like three different types of, um, ways of living, I guess I could say. Yeah. So like in the middle where I'm at, you could see a little more suburban and such. Now, if you go more North where you were for Blairstown green, yeah, like that is legitimate green like yeah. that even the north jersey like when my uh relatives live it's green now if you go south 
It's a lot more farms. It's a little more open. So you literally get like almost three different types, even more throughout the state. So it's like you got green up here. The pine barrens are down here. You know where you are sometimes without even knowing you're there. You're like, we're not in where we're supposed to be anymore. And see, see, that's what I was going to ask too. Like, where are you located in conjunction with where the, the pines are? So if you look at the state of Jersey, I'm literally central Jersey. Like I'm okay. right smack in the middle. I think the Pine Barrens, since it's Atlantic County, and I know Atlantic City is about two hours away from me. So probably about the hour and a half mark, I want to say, is where it is. I've okay. driven through it, like I said, a, a, a few times because we used to go to Atlantic City for a car show. And yeah, the Pine Barrens are, even during the day, very weird, very unique looking too. But at night, there's no lights. There's no street lights. There's no, there's nothing in there. Like I said, unless you live in one of the towns on either side, there's nothing there. Yeah. So, again, if you hear something, there's not too many other things in the Pine Barrens that's going to make you go, oh, shit. Unless you have a fox hiding in there, that's it. Yeah. So Sounds like we go scuba. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and that's what, that's what I was a- saying. We should do it. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, I was telling Bob, I was like, I would fucking love to go and just fucking walk in the goddamn pine barrens and see if, I mean, I'm not trying to conjure any shit up, but, you know, if we can, but I mean, if we can and we can get it on camera, I mean, hell, that's our shot at the travel channel or discovery channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got on our way. All three travel, discovery, and plus. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm National Geographic. Yes, and National <laughs> Geographic, when we get real proof that this son of a bitch is real. So there have been many claims of sightings and occurrences involving the Jersey Devil. Sightings occurred and the legend grew, fueled by animal attacks, strange footprints, and reports uh, filed by eyewitnesses who supposedly encountered the beast. Now, have you, you know, living in Jersey, I know this is like, a, a, a you know, y'all's claim to fame creature. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you besides ever has the garden state? Well, besides being the garden state, but you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you're, this is your cryptid supernatural thing. You know, Texas has, you know, we got Goatman bridge. We got a, Lechusa. you know, we got, a, we got Lechusas. We got Chupacabras. We got a bunch of different stuff, you know, but we don't have really something that we can say, Oh, that's a Texas creature. You know what I mean? We no, don't have we that. We got a Jersey creature here. Yeah. You uh, got the like devil. A, me, myself, I have not, I have never had an encounter unfortunately but you know all the encounters we have here i have read plenty of stories because they're in um the weird new jersey books and everything so i mean what i want to know is i want to be in those people's eyes that have seen this because yes what is it you saw i can only read what you wrote but if i saw like you're saying i saw a hoof above my car and it was flying away like I don't know whether to not believe you or to believe you with all my heart because now my question would be how much fucking meth did you smoke before you saw this? <laughs> Who, that, would be my, that would be my first question. And I'd be like, what did you snort? What did you snort? <laughs> you what snort? did you eat? And if they say nothing, okay, cool. Let's no, continue. No, you're forgetting one question. Who did you fuck? 
She messed who, up your mind. <laughs> who did you fuck? Do you have the gonorrhea? Is there some weird shit going on in you right now? Is there syphilis? Do you have syphilis? Because syphilis makes you fucking go crazy, right? Yeah. So huh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find out. So I did, like I said, I did as much research on this as I could. I went to a bunch of different websites. I cross-referenced shit, and I found a lot of the encounters were the same you know a lot of the stuff that got reported was the same like it 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 was very very eerie that all of these reports that you know and they're different reports but everything that i found that was reported on a sighting of the jersey devil and all of these websites that i went to they all matched up you know so all of the all of the the experiences these people are having whether it be some kind of mass hysteria that took place or a story that just got out of hand which i mean i can kind of see that because if you think about it look look at nowadays okay look at these creepy pastas slender man oh you know we know slender man isn't real we know jeff the killer isn't real but he has taken on this this ego real cult following exactly so could that have occurred back in those days also you know way before internet was a thing way before tv was a thing they had no form of entertainment but did it start off as a lie you know hey jafet like that like that movie the village yeah yeah Yeah, you you know it's a perfect example of this you know it's like it's like hey jafet you know what happened to your 13th kid i thought you know i thought your wife was pregnant what what happened? Oh well, you know what happened was he turned into a fucking devil and he fucking and flew away. Away, or he, he didn't. He didn't want to say he dropped him and he died. Or did these people? <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. But that—that's what I was getting to. Or did this child die? Mm-hmm. And or they didn't want the child to begin with. Did they murder this child, bury it, and come up with some fucking elaborate story? To cover it yeah. up. And then it just yeah, kind of fucking 12, 12 kids is fine. 13, one too many. Well, I mean. That's also unlucky, too. Yeah, well, I mean, and you got to think, too, back in those days, they had a lot of kids, too, because they needed the help with chores. They the needed farms. the help with, yeah. you know, so it, it was understandable to have a fuckload of kids. My grandma, my grandma came from a family of 10, I think, you know, and this was, she was born in 1929, so. You know, even back then, they they had a lot of of siblings and stuff. But and as much of the like I said before, the pine barrens, the soil wasn't rich. But like you said, with farming, yeah, you still needed plenty of things to do. So to have that many kids, understandable. But you know, it's still one of those things of uh, what real twelve. What was was it only one, and they made twelve up? Yeah, that that I mean, well, I mean, fuck. Yeah. But I mean, there, there are there are tombstones uh, uh, at the cemetery that have the lead's name on it. That's true. That is true. So, so we do know that this family actually existed. We do know that this family actually had twelve children. But did Mother Lead snap? Maybe more, more realistic, possible. more realistic scenario that I I didn't see when and this just popped in my head. Did Mother Lead snap? She never wanted this child. She did not want this child. But she has the child. 
she snaps, has postpartum depression, kills the baby. They get yeah, rid that of the could body. be another possibility. You Absolutely. know, and, and you know, good old Jafet didn't want his uh, wife to get in trouble. You know, and they just covered it up. So who knows? We don't know. You know, that's just my theory. That you know, but it it it, it could be anything. I like the supernatural aspect of this. Like I said, I don't really, I'm not really for the cryptid as outlook on this because it just, to me, it just kind of takes away from the Jersey devil name, you know, cause when I think devil, I think supernatural, I think, <laughs> you know, plastic mask. I, I and think I, I, I agree with you as well. I think I love the snap, the snap, the supernatural part of it as well. But I also like the, um, I, well, I always, monster aspect yeah because i always thought and this was made into a movie this legend although it's terrible i will not recommend it it's terrible i always wondered what kind of a movie you could make with this you know look in the chat we, okay, so TJ TJ put the Barons 2012. A man takes his family on a camping trip in the New Jersey Pine Barrens and becomes convinced they are being stalked by the Jersey Devil. Currently free on Tubi. Shameless plug right there for Tubi. Sponsor me. But now I want a movie of the beginning of this legend, and I and a cat. <laughs> Joe, 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 ladies and gentlemen, free pussy. Joe's always got right. pussy all Achilles. over. The He's such a pretty boy. He's such a pretty boy. That face was so cute. But (laughs) I I want a movie of this thing being born. And I want a movie of not a hokey looking thing. I I like. Yeah. Like the picture you sent me. That would be superb. That would be superb. You know, because even if the whole movie took place in the 1700s, I'd be okay with that. I don't need to see nowadays. Cause for me, whenever there's a movie like that, that starts off showing the origin story, like La Llorona, Curse of La Llorona. Mm, yes. The uh, beginning, the beginning of that movie was so great because it stuck to the legend of La Llorona, you know, and, and being Hispanic and, you know, even Joe can attest to this cause he's, you know, we, we uh, adopted him as a Hispanic. So, you know, yeah, La Llorona, and he married a Hispanic, so he knows all about La Llorona. And that Perfect. is like literally one of the things that our fucking grandparents and our parents would tell us to fucking scare the shit out of us to go to sleep and to behave. You know, so seeing the way that that movie started was everything that we heard in the legend, how she fell in love. And I would have been OK if the movie was that entire segment of just her falling in love, everything she was go- that was going on, the man wanting to leave, but she killed her children. And then at the very, very end, you see her come back as a ghost. I'd have been okay with that. I would have been a lot happier than mm-hmm. having this flash forward. And then, you know, what was in the seventies or whatever the fuck, whenever sixties, whenever the future part took. Yeah. Play. It was something along those lines. But I yeah. hate, I hate when flicks do that because usually that beginning part is so fucking awesome and so entertaining. And I love history. I love fucking history. Mm. So then when they come to nowadays and then you have these, you know, fucking Gen Z teenagers that are like, Oh my God, Stacy, you know, and fucking, they get killed by this fucking, you know, it's like, fuck man. Like See, I fucking for me, it. I'm the opposite. I want to watch this thing. Tear them to shreds. Well, yes. Tear them to fucking shreds. 
but tear them to shreds in the fucking 1700s then fucking give me a part two that's just as good as part one that takes right. place nowadays you of know what course, i mean the the part one that i'm thinking like when we watch this thing be born a uh, little side note into the side note in tj will appreciate this and in the director's cut of or the work print of jason goes to hell you see the little baby demon yeah first and it it goes out of frame and then you see it grow into this will start to grow into this massive hulking thing we all know as jason that's what i would want to see with this yes exactly normal yes and then it starts to transform and it starts to it gets the horns the head and then you don't see it for a bit and then it comes back and is like almost nearly full-fledged like i oh this has been vivid in my head for years easily years anybody that is watching this you are not allowed to use this idea unless you pay us right and if you do i'm part of my 10 percent. fuck you up yes 20 <laughs> percent. Yeah. we get 20 percent piece there you go. <laughs> yes yes i'm shit i'm good with 10 10 percent I, I mean it, it's just no, my show 20. it's your idea shoot high shoot high it's, it's your idea i just want 10 percent for yeah. being brought to the just, public on my show i just want to be on, i just want to be on the red carpet <laughs> that's <all>. a. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is better than discovery channel thanks thanks I, I wish, I oh, wish, I wish we had the Discovery Channel money. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be man, great. That would be lovely. So yeah, we have. So we have some stories. Well, you have some encounters. I also did look up. I found one. Two, I found like three full stories. If you wanted to get into some of those as well as you're going yeah, through we, these, yeah, yeah, we can go through these. Let me let me go ahead and, and start off with talking about a couple. And if if you want to interject, go ahead. So the yeah. first. 1740 an unnamed clergyman okay so this is 1740 this is the farthest back other than the lenny lenape tribe that i could find in 1740 an unnamed clergyman is said to have performed an exorcism on the land to protect livestock from the jersey devil for a hundred years although there were sightings the creature in the uh, although there were sightings of the creature still the creature was said to be minding its own business. So the creature was still there. There were still sightings, but it wasn't attacking livestock like it had been. And this lasted for a few, you know, for, I guess for a hundred years, because then in 1840, fast forward a hundred years, which we'll talk about here in a bit, because there's some more sightings, shit started fucking off again. You know what I mean? Um, and then in 1812, while visiting the Hanover Millworks to inspect his cannonballs being forged, Commodore Stephen Decatur sighted a flying creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to no effect. So there was this creature. It popped up. They were there with just happened to be standing by a fucking cannon and they loaded the fucking cannon and they fired a cannonball at this creature. And the way he described it was the description of the Jersey Devil. He fired the cannon. The cannon hit the beast. The beast just said, fuck you, and flew away. <laughs> so, what the fuck? Now, could they have missed? Probably. You know, it's a fucking cannon. You know? And, and it didn't say how close the beast was. But this is true. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. But 
Then in 1820, Joseph Bonaparte, who was the older brother of Napoleon, is also claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting on his Bordentown estate. He attempted to shoot the creature, but it just flew off. So after, you know, everything happened with Napoleon, he was exiled, whatever. uh, Joseph came to, you know, our, our side of the country and lived in Bordentown and the people loved him. Like they admired mm-hmm. him, you know, he was, he was very loved. He, he, he let people come on the land and stuff. Like he was, he was a very, very well-liked person. Um, but there are also reports that the ghost of Joseph Bonaparte, Bonaparte also still haunts the grounds where his property was still hunting the beast that he saw that day. So there have been reports that people have seen his spirit out there walking around hunting. So see now that would work perfect in conjunction if we were to go there too. Yeah. That would work perfect with this. Cause now say his spirits there say that brings out the, whether it's a ghost or whether it is an actual thing to the woods. Yeah. And there was also something else, um, something about pirates. It, it, there wasn't a lot on it, so I didn't throw it on here, uh, but it just, popped in my head right now something about a pirate that would go and hide his his treasures there off the coast and every time he hit something he would kill a crewmate so that the spirit would protect the treasure so that nobody could ever get the treasure yeah this one i heard this as well because apparently not only was the jersey devil in the pine barrens he went to the coast for us here but he also went into part of Pennsylvania too. Yes. Yes. Especially like right up. I think he, I think he was, it was talked that he went up to Bucks County, up and down that nice region down. Yeah. So there have been reports also that people have seen the Jersey Devil on the coast walking side by side with a pirate spirit. How much were they oh. drinking at the beach? The rum was all gone. You know, the rum's always gone. I got the job dead. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, now the shit show's about to begin because 1840, the curse or, or the, the exorcism that the clergyman did, it's done. 1840, 100 years later. And after that 100 years, I guess nobody fucking remembered, hey, we should probably re-up on this exorcism and, you know, keep shit. About to expire. Yeah. Yeah. So the Jersey Devil was blamed for several livestock killings. Similar similar attacks were reported during 1841, accompanied by tracks and screams. Here we go with the screams. So now people are starting to hear this, this, this blood-curdling scream throughout the Pine Barrens. Livestock is coming up missing. Livestock is getting killed. They're finding really weird tracks, you know, and... and the the creepiest part was that the tracks that were being found, it wasn't four tracks. It was two, two hooves, two by two by two by two, you know? So whatever this was, if it would have been a horse, the tracks would have been Four. different, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. But being, you know, the hoof, the hoof tracks that they found, it was only two, you know? And, and, and so the way this thing was moving it's 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 just weird, you know. So they do have real evidence that that occurred, you know. So yeah, well, could it have could it have been a hoax? 
Yeah. Could Farmer Johnson could have been like, hey, I'm going to fuck with these motherfuckers because my horse just died and, you know, let's Here try to go. get some money. Yeah. You know? But there's not too many things with hoofs that are two legs. I can't. I actually can't even think of one. Nah, nothing that's not nothing that's real. Yeah, nothing that's real. Yeah. Like so, nothing so that, of, that. Nothing so, that isn't in like mythology. If you give me, yeah. right, you could give me three hoofed animals right now, but they all have four legs that they have to walk on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So and it's like I don't see a two legged horse living or a two legged deer living that long. Even if it learned to fucking walk. No, it, you know? it's sad to say no, but again, what does? Yeah, exactly. So then, fast forward, the devil craze of 1909. Shit gets out of hand. And when I'm talking about out of hand, people mm. were fucking going insane. There was fucking like mass hysteria going on in 1909. Fucking... So what occurred was January 16th through the 23rd, newspaper reports were being published with over 100 claims of encounters with the Jersey Devil from all over the state and as far away as Delaware and the Western and Western Maryland. The widespread reports created a panic and prompted school closings throughout the Delaware Valley. So Dang. people so fucking scared of this thing they closed schools down. Like I don't, that, that is hard for me to believe because I work in a school, you know? So if there was something like, Oh, you know, like uh, for example, the clown scare that we had a few years back about four years. <laughs> oh back, yeah. That was, you know, that was hilarious. I had students that were seriously scared oh, that yeah. a clown was gonna fucking be waiting for them out like these poor kids were traumatized that and i'm like really you're fucking scared of clowns like i grew up with it and killer clowns from outer space and fucking oh, like yeah like you got to beat like are you kidding me you're scared <laughs> like dude come on come on man and so i can see where even today mass hysteria could cause something to that effect and especially yeah. back in those times when news just traveled word of mouth, you know what I mean? So if somebody saw something, they told somebody else and then it made it to, to the newspaper. So all these people had already heard about this. And so when it got to the higher ups, then people start freaking the fuck out and they're like, oh shit, this fucking devil that's flying around is going to kill everybody. You know, it's like the game of telephone. One person said it. Yes, Each person said it, but then it got exaggerated. It got exact, and yes, so on and so yes. on. So that cra like that craze, is probably one of the most talked about portions of this story as well. Because literally, that two weeks was like, holy shit! Like you said, schools. Who? Yeah. If the Jersey Devil yeah. appeared in a school today, you'd have a SWAT team there, and you'd be at school the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that a SWAT team would pull well, up. But right. I know there'd, yeah, be, there'd but... be a lot of cell phones. There'd be a lot of fucking cell phone videos of this son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, it'd be like this. Fucking... Mom, I'm not going to school tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because everybody would be recording this shit and we would have like the best footage of supernatural shit ever. And then there'd be, then there'd be teams of counselors coming in the next day to talk to the kids. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because... <laughs> Yeah, are what you did okay? you really see, Jimmy? <laughs> tell how me how feel. Tell me how the monster hurt you. <laughs> he touched me here. 
fucking Gen Z. That's all I'm saying. And if you're Gen Z and you're watching, I don't give a shit. <laughs> stop Get over it. it. Stop it. That's all I'm saying. Fucking stop it. So, moving on, December 1925, in Greenwich, a local farmer shot an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal his chickens and then photographed the corpse. Afterwards, he claimed that none of the hundred people he showed it to could identify it. So my only issue with that story, you hit this motherfucker with a cannonball. Nothing happened. He was shot before nothing happened. I don't think it was a Jersey devil that killed this man's chickens. Maybe like unless a, it had some good identifying marks as to uh, an animal that was big enough. Yeah, I I know uh, they would say bears would live in the pine barrens, but you would know if a bear attacked something because it'd be a distinctive mark. Yeah. So if if the Jersey Devil attacked, say one of your animals, the mark it would leave, I'm sure, would not be small, and it would not look like claws. It would look more like probably digs. Well, see, and the size, because I'd like to think the Jersey Devil's pretty big. You know, I, I don't, I don't see it as like a, like a three foot creature. I know? go with like a an eight foot hulking mass. Yeah, that's what I go with. So I'm sorry, but if you're if this thing was going to eat your chickens, there'd be nothing left of your fucking chickens. You yeah. know, you would never have time to shoot it. it they would have already been gone, probably. Exactly. Time. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would just, I would just be glad they're going after my chickens and not me. Oh yeah. Well, at, see, yeah. At, <laughs> well, see, there's another thing that, that I forgot to mention, and I'm glad you said that because there was also reports that the Leeds family, up until the last member of the original family uh, died, they were feeding the child and keeping it under, you know, under wraps, essentially. So, what yeah. if instead of that exorcism working, them feeding? And telling other generations, oh, you got to feed this thing. You got to feed it. Kind of like uh, Texas Chainsaw, how they had Leatherface and the, yeah, you know, kind of like that. Keeping it a family secret. That like right there is your second movie. There you go. There, See, oh, damn it. <laughs> we, we need to. Anybody need to who uses this. this, I swear. <laughs> Bring us Mel in. Melody, something. Sarah, you in the comments over there. Uh-uh. No, no. Remember, they, they Bring us 20%. in. Bring us in as consultants. We have ideas for days and we will make you, if you can pull off the ideas, we will, we will make some fucking money. That's all we I'm saying. We want names in the credits, 10% and houses. That's it. Ooh, yeah. I'm down with that. I am that down with good. that. And hookers and cocaine. But that's for later. That's know. for later. Double the cocaine and hookers. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> so July 27th, 1937. You know, and, and what I noticed is there was gaps, you know, there, there was a lot of, there's a lot of sightings, but they're, they're well spread out, you know? Um, so July 27, 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes was seen by residents of Downington, Pennsylvania, and was compared to the Jersey devil by a reporter for the Pennsylvania bulletin of July 28, 1937. So they saw red eyes. They said it resembled the Jersey Devil, but you know what has red eyes and resembles the Jersey Devil? If you just see it really quickly with wings, the Mothman. Oh, what if? What if? What if they saw the Mothman and thought it was the fucking Jersey Devil? 
Well, then does that mean that we get to claim the Mothman as a Jersey thing? I mean, he's been cited all a lot of places, but I mean, that's true. Point Pleasant is his is his home. I guess you would say they have a whole fucking museum to him. So that's I don't true. Know. They do. I forgot about that. Yeah, and they have a huge ass fucking statue. Like I want to go there one day to see that shit in real life because I would die. That would. Be I have great. seen that statue. It is pretty wicked looking. Yeah, I mean, and if you think about it, if you saw that at night with the red eyes and the wings, you know, kind of not similar. The features are different, but. Sidebar, Mothman, that statue. Who's to say it's not the real Mothman just, you know, standing there during the day? Oh, you know what? Just like the movie Gargoyle or the cartoon Gargoyles from back in the day. Yes. See, exactly. Nighttime falls and he's able to fly away and do his thing and protect the world. And that's why we're still alive. Thank you, Mothman. Thank you. Thank you for all your warnings. So 1951, a group of Gibbstown, New Jersey boys claim to have seen a monster matching the devil's description. That's all I got on that one. They didn't say they didn't get into detail. The boys were just hanging out and they said, oh, shit, they were probably smoking a little bit. You know, it's the 50s probably drinking, drinking, smoking. I mean, there was marijuana was back around in the 50s, you know. Oh, yeah. So they might have been smoking. Maybe they ate, found some mushrooms in the Pine Barrens and were like, hey, let's eat these and let's see what happens. You never know. You never know. 1957 claims of a corpse matching the Jersey Devil's description arose. Turned out to be a hoax. Ooh. And that that's that's what pisses me off is when people try to hoax shit or when when yeah. people try to fake shit, especially being a paranormal investigator. I am 100 percent serious about what I do. Do I get paid to be a paranormal investigator? No, no, I don't. You know, but you can ask Joe. Anytime we're sending videos in the fucking group chat, I'm not like, oh, my God, it's a ghost right away. Am yeah. I not? The, am I not the one trying we, to find all? Yeah. We we always try to find ways to disprove it from being paranormal first. Yeah, and because if, if I don't want no it, other explanation. Then then we look into it a little bit harder. Yeah, and that's it, what a paranormal expert does. They yeah. don't want to mm-hmm. just say right off the bat, "Oh, it's a ghost." No, they yeah. want to come up with what can it be. Yeah, like our buddy mm-hmm. Mike, he sent a he sent a he sent us a video in the chat of like knocking on his door while he's laying in bed. It occurred overnight. I'm like, well. Okay, it sounds creepy, but do you have your AC on? You know, when your AC clicks on, it could cause pressure. Your door could move, you know, a little bit and it could make that noise. You know, all all different types of things could occur, you know. So I'm not one to be like, oh, my God, it's paranormal. There's been a lot of times where, you know, we'll send videos and I'm like, what do you guys think? And I'll think it's something paranormal, you know, because in my head, I've already gone through all this, these processes but then mm-hmm. I send it to the guys and they're like, well, it could be this or it could be this. And I'm like, okay, well, your your versions make more sense than it being paranormal. So we'll just, you know, back up on yeah. it, you know. So it, it's – I hate it when you see these paranormal groups come out and they're like, oh, we found this ghost or, you know, this and that. And it's it's something that can easily fucking be debunked, you know. Oh, yeah. Orbs, orbs, 90% of the fucking time, orbs are dust. Now, Dust are, yeah. are there actual orbs? Oh, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. We've caught actual orbs of energy 
entering us, leaving us. But if it's Damn, coming, yeah. if it's coming down, doing this number in a little zigzag, yeah, real slow, it's a it's fucking dust. Or if it's flying around and it looks like a rod, it's more than likely a fucking bug. Now we did catch rods in one of our photos um, from the Yorktown uh, investigation. We see this black mass when we're in the chapel, and nobody was standing in that section. But there's this black mass forming, and you see two rod-like things up top. I don't know what they are. And they are illuminated. We did not see that with our eyes. Nothing illuminated while we were sitting in this chapel all in different areas. If this thing would have illuminated the way it did in the picture that I took, we would have fucking seen it, you know? Oh, yeah. So I have no fucking explanation for it. You know, Joe's up on the pulpit our, you know, our other guy, TJ, is sitting behind me in the pews. Mike's off to the side standing in front of Joe. What the fuck was this light? You know, and it wasn't anything that we, we you know, because we are 100%. We don't bullshit when we go. Mm-hmm. We bullshit as in joke around with each other. But as oh, far yeah. as putting out evidence that is false, we will never fucking do that. Never. And, and we, we have to joke around while we're there because if I'm just being honest, a lot of times we're scared shitless when we're there oh, and yeah. joking around kind of breaks that up. You're like, lightens okay, that mood fun. for you, you know, and Joe scared the fucking piss <laughs> out of me twice uh, because you walk into it, this. It was not house, intentional. Bro. Fuck not you. The second time, the second time was intentional. Second time. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. That was so, and I have it on yeah. camera too. So I'm going to put it on like a blooper reel and I'm, I'm walking with our other guy, TJ, and we're just walking and fucking Joe is just there out of nowhere in a fucking door that we had no idea he was going to be at. And I literally almost shit myself. I am 38 years old. I've never shit my pants, but I almost shit my pants. It was fucking, uh. it was fucking bad. And so then Mike and I are upstairs. TJ and Joe wander off. We have no idea where the fuck they are. And Mike and I are standing in front of this fucking dummy waiter. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we hear, or some shit and we're like what the fuck like (laughs) clear as day we're like no fucking way we are like no no there's no fucking way and then we hear it again (laughs) and we're like what the fuck and i'm like whoa hold on let's think about this logically we don't know where tj and joe are they're probably on the other side of the wall let's go out into the hallway and see where the fuck they are because they're out there so we go out into the hallway and we're yelling at these assholes and we're we they're not answering us and this fucking cock right here is downstairs in the room below us. He heard us talking through the dummy waiter and has his head <laughs> in the dummy waiter below going. Oh, okay. That is just fucking hilarious, bro. Oh, when I tell so you, hard not to laugh, dude. Oh my God. When I tell you, I have never been more scared in my fucking life than I was at that fucking moment. And then relieved at the same time because there wasn't a ghost fucking moaning at me. Now, don't get me wrong. I do it because I love the fucking adrenaline rush. You know, I love the fucking throw that we make. Fucking ghost piss. I didn't know ghost piss was a thing until we experienced fucking ghost piss. That, that, was that, that was weird. I will send you that video, Bobby, and you will fucking understand Please. what I mean, ghost piss, because Joe, Mike, and I are in a room. Standing right. outside of that room is TJ. 
and he's standing right by a door and we hear piss like if somebody is standing in that room taking a piss then there was nothing leaking into the room like so we go in because we're like what the fuck was that and we thought tj was taking a piss and he's like no I, i wasn't and we go in the room and i find in this box what seems to be piss it's yellow it smells i didn't touch it but tj was like oh it fucking smells it smells yeah you could smell it and i'm hitting this thing with my thermal camera and the heat it's giving off a heat signature and so i'm like what the fuck so i'm holding the you know the thermal cam trying to find out where the fuck this thing came from there's nothing there is nothing and then i look up and there is a section of peeled paint okay and what looks it's giving off a heat signature so i'm like oh shit whatever this was probably came from there let's go upstairs and check it out now mind you it was raining okay okay but it was chilly it wasn't it wasn't hot so now water would be cold from outside the water wouldn't Mm -hmm. have given off a heat signature the way it did so we go upstairs and we're looking and we're looking and then we realize Oh, fuck. The area we were in did not have an upstairs area. There's no way to get up there. It's roof. So anything that would have been above us, it would have been on the fucking roof. There's no access up there. There's no way to fucking get on that section of the fucking roof. And even at that, who the fuck was going to be up there pouring down hot water or fucking standing on the roof, taking a piss in this tiny little fucking hole that, you know. And and, and let's say, okay, what if it was raccoon i mean the odds of an animal first of all taking a piss on that roof slim to none in that exact spot i mean that place is huge so it's it's damn near zero percent that that could happen so we're like no what the hell's going on that's fucking strange yeah dude it was it was fucking insane i'll send you the video i'll fucking send you the video man i have it on my phone it's 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 crazy so So from the chat tonight i'll watch it in the i will i will and it's short it's a it's a little short segment like it's just a little short clip it's about a minute long maybe so we are asked are you guys ghost sensitive so i think everybody's a little sensitive in a in a sense that you know like me if i walk into i don't want to say i'm some kind of fucking psychic or some kind of have i seen shit yeah have i felt shit oh fucking most definitely can i feel something is off when i walk into a building or a house yeah i I don't want to say i'm sensitive i just don't like that term but i i i do feel shit from time to time that other people don't feel you know and I trust my senses more than I do my ghost equipment. Mm-hmm. But, there's, but there's a lot of times where my ghost equipment will Detect match something. up. It'll match up with exactly what I'm fucking feeling, you know? So I call that confirmation. I, if you, if you want to say I'm sensitive, I am fucking, I'm sensitive. I'm not Gen Z sensitive, but I am fucking. <laughs> I, I think your sensitivity has to deal with, how open your mind is to it yeah. if you're closed-minded you're, not, you're not gonna see you're not gonna feel you're not gonna it's not gonna happen see and i uh, i'd like to think i'm open-minded with a lot of different things you know especially with paranormal stuff like i i don't mm-hmm. i don't just believe in one type of thing my mind is very open so i i like to think that that helps a little bit you know mm-hmm. 
So, okay. So number 10 out of 16, the devil wanted in 1960 tracks and noises heard by near May's landing were claimed to be from the Jersey devil during the same year, the merchants around Camden offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey devil, even offering to build a private zoo to house the creature if it was captured. So people believed in it so much still in the sixties that they were offering this amount of money to produce the creature so that they could house it. Well, remember back then, man. <laughs> yeah, true that too. You know, so there's to... definitely some shit going on there. I mean, ten thousand dollars and to get its own spot at a zoo, basically. Well, shit, ten thousand dollars in the sixties too. You got to think about that. That's oh yeah, oh yeah, no exorbitant amount of money. But the fact that they were ready to get a private zoo to home this thing, yeah. That's what a I would want to know is what I would want to know is maybe get your little census from what would that zoo have to be thinking about this creature hey joe exotic it would it would have to be some like jurassic world type shit like, with a joe know, exotic guy with a joe exotic yeah. guy Tiger Cam carol baskins try to rescue the fucking <laughs> animal so in 1972 mary ritzer christensen claims one night she when she spotted the jersey devil uh on a green tree road, Christensen was driving from Blackwood to Glassboro when she said she saw a towering figure figure cross the road about 25 feet behind her car. Um, she said the figure was described as uh, standing taller than the average man with thick haunches like a goat and a huge woolly head. She didn't say anything about wings, though, so I don't know. Yeah, the wings uh, get the, the wings are the one body part on this thing that really get left out quite a bit. Yeah. But the hooves, the head, and the body, they've all been kind of consistent when people really say, oh, I saw it. But the wings, yeah. they're always that one thing that's like, it's either there or it's not. Yeah. So 1980, moving into my decade, uh, the Wharton State Forest Chief Ranger Alan McFarlane saw something that both grossed him out and stumped his wild animal knowledge. A brutal scene on the South Jersey farm where a pack of pigs had been killed. He reported that the backs of their heads were eaten and their bodies were scratched and torn. However, there were no tracks surrounding the bodies and no blood on the ground. So, like we said, with there would be certain markings that would show this thing was, you know, that kind of creature. This is more along the lines of that other than, you know, that those chickens that were killed back in the mm -hmm. day. Yeah. And you can't even say for this, I don't even think you could say like bear because, again, you would know. Yeah. But I mean, what I would, because a, a bear would leave tracks because there's yeah. no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. And there would be blood. There would be blood everywhere if it was yeah. a bear. You oh, know? yeah. You would so. be able to track the bear too. So, Again, it's one of those things of. I mean, and that's the well, '80s. That's when that's when people are a little bit more aware. You know, they're more aware. So, in the 1988, an Ashbury Park Press reporter told the story of a Howell Township resident who claimed to have encountered the Jersey Devil seven years prior. 
This eyewitness must have been up close and personal with old JD because he described the beast right down to its large teeth. So 88, seven years before is 81, right after the strange deaths. So when I was born. So now the problem I have with that one, not to debunk. Oh, no, debunk. That's what we do. So how close could this person have possibly gotten and you're not dead? True that. True that. Unless we said before. But this thing Keeping has never, but it has never, it has never attacked a human. That Not, we don't know. That we know of. That we know of. It's or that never we know attacked of. Anybody. Could it have killed humans before? Hell, we don't know. People go missing in the Pine Barrens all the time, I assume. You know? I didn't look that up, and I should have. Son of a Well, bitch. just watch The Sopranos. That's where people bury their dead bodies, too. So. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's on HBO, so that's pretty accurate. Yes, HBO. If it's on HBO, it's real. It's real. Oh, yeah. So 1993, Forest Ranger John Irwin was driving along the, I don't want to mispronounce that, Mullica River? Yeah, you're right. When when he saw a strange creature blocking the road ahead of him, he said it was about six feet tall with horns and matted black fur. The two stared at each other for several minutes before the creature turned and ran into the forest. Once again, no wings. Yeah. Mullica River, yeah, that's... um. Um, is that Mullica Hill? That's Mullica Hill, uh, New Jersey. So that's right down there. So it's right in the area. Huh. So that's strange too, that, that once again, they left out the, the, the wings, you know, cause back in the, in the older accounts, the wings were something that were always mentioned, you know, and, and in the later it went accounts, away. I mean, and maybe, maybe um, it mutated or, you know, didn't need the maybe, wings anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe and, it's a different creature altogether. Maybe some along the, the lines of a skinwalker, also. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. So one of the most recent sightings that I found occurred in Gallo Township in October of 2015. Little Egg, Little Egg Harbor resident David Black said he was driving along Route Nine near a golf course when he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of the road. Suddenly, the creature spread its wings and flew away. He captured the beast image with his cell phone and the photo went viral. So I had seen this photo before and it looks like a flying fucking llama with horns. Like literally, yeah. like if somebody, like if somebody fucking superimposed this fucking, like, I, I, it's hard to describe. If, if you look, I put it in the, in the uh, teaser that I did for the show. It, it's one of the pictures and it looks like a flying fucking goat is what it looks like. A flying goat. So I don't know. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn. I don't know. That's, they said, That's the Jersey devil. They said it was fucking, <laughs> they said it was real. Guy took it on his cell phone. I, I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. I just it, look at the picture and, and tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. Yes, I got yes. a couple of little stories here, a little longer than what we had. Uh, mind if I delve Go in for it. Take them. Take it so away. This one, I don't have the guy who wrote it, but I'll put it in here. If, if he comes across it, who knows? It's called Don't Ever Camp in the Pine Barrens Alone. Oh. I spent a lot of time in the Pine Barrens when I was growing up in New Jersey, and I had my share of strange experiences. When I was about 13, I went camping alone near Hampton Furnace. I had a bow, I had a bow with me and went looking for a rabbit dinner about an hour before sundown. Something started to something started following me back in the trees. It tailed me back to my camp and circled while I cooked my dinner. 
This kept up until about two hours after dark, and let me tell you, it was one dark night. Here's where it keeps going. I finally decided that my visitor had moved on and crawled into my tent. When I just started to calm down, I heard a foot stomp down right behind the tent. I got I got to set wait, I got out all to sit jump out when this thing, whatever it was, started screaming. I would compare the volume of the scream to a large truck's horn. I couldn't decide what to do. I had my bow and my knife, but then it didn't seem like much. After several blasts, it stopped. I didn't hear a sound except my heartbeat for an hour. I was sure that if I stuck my head out of the tent, I would lose it. In the morning, I could find no tracks in the pine needles, and to this day, I still don't like sleeping in tents. I'd rather take my chances in the open. Huh. Interesting. I, I like well, that. I'm, I, I I'm like think of why he'd rather sleep in the open. Well, that way you could see... You could see it. It's not a surprise if you come out of a tent. Like you said, if you lose your head, you don't see it coming. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That was really good. I got I got one way here for us. Let's get it. So there was a sighting of the Jersey Devil. I was driving up Route 9 in Bayville at around 10 p.m. There were two cars in front of me, and then they were traveling about 30 mile, 35 miles an hour. To the right of Route 9 is a mini mall-type building with woods behind it. To the right is all woods. All of a sudden, I saw this big thing running across Route 9. I think we might have heard this story before, but we'll keep going. It looked like one of the classic pictures of the Jersey Tevil. It had no tail, no fur. Its ribs showed, and it had a long, odd head with short ears that laid flat. It, all, it looked almost 10 feet tall. I noticed it because the first car stepped on its brakes and the second car didn't. When I looked ahead, I saw this thing galloping across Route 9 and straight into the woods. I was, I was not really scared because I, it didn't register yet. I stopped to mail something in the mailbox about three feet, 300 feet away from the main road. I saw a child's shirt, shorts, and one sneaker lying on the ground. I mailed the letter, I ran into my car, and I laid the rubber on the way home. That's that's creepy. The, just the, the children's clothes there, that's a creepy yeah. aspect to what it. If, what if this thing can, can transform? Like well, a skinwalker. Here's like a, a skinwalker, yeah. yeah. Uh, no one believes her saying it's a jersey. They say it was a deer, or they're saying to her that was a deer, first of hmm. all. It was it was big and fast. What really was creeping around is that the other two people driving in front of me stepped on their brakes. So they definitely saw it too. Yeah. A deer, if you think about it, as I have encountered deer running across the road in front of me and not nailing them, a deer's not gonna like stop. And you you could see a deer. Like no yeah. matter how quick it is, you'll see a deer. If it was this thing and it was huge, you'll see it, but you're not going to see the whole thing. Because you're never going to mistake a deer unless the deer is a fucking moose from Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're never going to misconstrue the two. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody misidentifying a deer, especially in a 
place that deer are prone to cross. Yeah, to see deer all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, yeah. if you see deer all the time, you're not going to say, oh, fuck, you know, this is what I saw a deer, but it wasn't a deer. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I that that's a good one, you know, and it's always Route 9, Route 9. So I know next time I, I go to Jersey, I need to drive down Route 9. Yeah, Route 9 will take you to, um, excuse me, your Route 9 can take you, so I think it's all the way down. Because then it transfers over to, I think, the, the Atlantic City Parkway. And I think if you take that way, there is a way to get to that road that goes through to Pine Barrens. I think it, it might be that highway. It's been so long, but it's down in that area. So Route 9 is the place to start. And it does get very wooded as you keep going, too. Yeah, yeah. E even Route 18 does. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So when I make my way back to your state, we gotta we gotta link up, Bobby. We gotta you, go do something. Right. Just gotta, you let me know ahead of time. I'm in. I don't care. I'm in. Fuck yeah. So not only does the Jersey Devil appear in this awesome legends that, that we've just read over, it's also been the basis for movies, books, and even a video game, which I did not know about. It's a computer game about the Jersey Devil. I'm totally gonna download it's it. Not really great i don't think well i know but i i still want to play know. you know i want like i didn't know there was a video game about the hat man until i did research and i was like oh shit the game wasn't that great but it was still cool to fucking play it so <laughs> well guys i want to say that is going to be a wrap for tonight's show um this is actually probably one of the longer episodes of somewhat supernatural that we've done so bobby I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, my friend, for being on here with me thank and discussing you. the legend of the Jersey Devil. Joe, as always, thank you, friend, for being here. Um, is there anything that you want to say to our viewers, Bobby? Anything you got coming up? Of course, Goren Moore. But you guys are doing something this coming show. So you want to let the, the let the people know what's going on? I'll let them know, but I'm also going to, you know, let them have a little mystery, too. So for Monday, we're doing a little switcheroo. Us boys of Gorenmore are doing comics and kaijus, and comics and kaijus is doing Gorenmore. Uh, so our movie for comics and kaijus is Tremors. Yes. And then the, the oh, um, yeah. comic book is – Steve, help me out. What was it again? Oh, fuck. I don't remember what the comic book was. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. No, no. Hold on. I got it right here. Now I remember. So it TJ was. came up with this great idea of uh, pod swap. So basically the Witcher comic. By oh, the way, that's what it was. Want. Yes. The Witcher, the Witcher, the Witcher. So TJ came up with this great idea of pod swap to get more promotion for, you know, cross promotion for everybody's podcast. So um, we're working on something a little different for mm -hmm. somewhat supernatural. And I don't want to say what we're doing. Just know that if it happens, it's going to be fucking big and I'm not going to be part of the episode. And that pisses me off. But it's okay because that the guest that we are trying to have on the crossover episode um, is going to be, you know, a, a pretty big guest. Uh, but we will have hosting, hopefully, Mick Strawn. Uh, he, for, and I'll be hosting his podcast, The Rabbit Hole. Um, so that'll be coming up soon. As soon as we can get the, the guest for Mick on Somewhat Supernatural Lockdown. Um, that's going to be coming here soon. And just know, like I said, if we can make this happen, which I know Mick can make it happen, man. Mick, those of you guys that don't know, those of you, those of you that don't know who Mick Strawn is, I am to be him. 
Mixtron is part Nightmare of the Project Street, Three and four, Texas yes. Chainsaw Massacre three, so many more. He so many great films. Wonderful and on the not, horror, not just horror movies at that. So oh, he's his, done so many movies. Yeah, and his podcast is on Saturdays, I believe. He he, yes. he and TJ have the rabbit hole on uh, Saturdays. So be sure to check that out on Project Louder. If you are not following Project Louder on Facebook, do it. You want to hear other podcasts, go to projectlouder.net. We have every single podcast up there. Bowser is very good about putting up podcasts. So every episode of any podcast that is on the Project Louder Network, you can go to projectlouder.net. Listen to the audio-only version if you'd like. Or you can go to YouTube. We get the YouTube uploads also. So you can watch the video podcast if you'd like to see our beautiful faces. Um, so... Also Mondays, Mondays at uh, what time does going more? Mondays at six uh, six fifteen six fifteen Eastern time six fifteen yes, Eastern, Eastern time. time. Yes, I know a lot of my people are Central time, so that's five fifteen our time. Um, which I have made the mistake of, and I show up fucking super late to the show, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, my bad guys. It's happening. As long as you show up. Yes, yes, yes. Always, always. So once again, guys, I want to thank you once again. And all of our viewers, thank you. And thank you for staying active in the chat. That's why I do this show. I love talking to you guys. I love it when you have questions. So with that being said, we are going to go ahead and end this episode of Somewhat Supernatural. Once again, I am Scuba Steve, <laughs> your host with the ghosts. He is and Joe. And down there, we got my other brother, Bobby Amone. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Kill you later. I wonder if I was supposed to email Bowser and let him know. Oh, you know what? I probably should have fucking told him, hey, uh, you know what? I'm going to call him right now.